Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Winner, winner, chicken dinner! This is Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! With the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. Pay that man his money. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Live from the Vegas Strip, the pregame show America has always wanted. Here's Bernie Fratto. And then there were six. Hold that thought. You know, there's an old Chinese proverb that states, may you live in interesting times, and we are. We're a society infatuated with sports. We go to games. We watch them on TV. Some folks compete well into their later years, and now more than ever, people love to bet on the games. It feeds their competitive spirit. It enhances the viewing participation. Even if your bracket is busted and your home team has broken your heart, you're still going to watch and throw a few shekels down. On that note, I'm Bernie Friday. We're coming to you live from Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio Studios. And tonight... We'll review the Sweet 16 chaos and take a closer look at the final 16s, but I want to focus on three of them. St. Peter's, uh, I'm going to tell you why they are by far the greatest ultimate Cinderella story going in the history of the tournament and why they're winning. There's a reason. Gonzaga, once again, they go down. They become very polarizing. Uh, perhaps they're a victim of their own earlier success and People have been asking me for a couple of weeks, can Villanova win it all? Yes, they can. And uh, the notes I put down, I made this morning before uh, they beat Houston. <clears throat> In about 15 minutes, we'll be joined by basketball guru Deshaun Tate. We'll get his take on all the madness as well. And after Brian Finley's update, we'll continue with more March Madness fodder to fog your brain. Sports are entertainment. They're more than that, though. They are a shared experience as such. People want to talk about them. You've come to the right place. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. This is Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. And as they say in Byron Buxton, Minnesota, it's going to be lit. All right. <clears throat> I made a proclamation about two minutes ago, and I'm sticking by it. St. Peter's is the ultimate Cinderella team. Before I get to why they're winning and how they're doing this and what they have to do to win tomorrow, I want to tell you why I believe they are the greatest Cinderella team of all time. So far, oh, nothing. They've defeated Kentucky, who was 26-8 and this year, Murray State, who was 31-3, and they beat Purdue, who was 29-8. and 
Now, what makes him such a Cinderella? Well, see, during the regular season, the Peacocks, well, they played just six non-conference Division I games. And they lost five of them, including by 21 to St. John's, by 14 to Providence. They lost at home to St. Francis by 11. St. Francis, wasn't he in the Pee Wee Herman movie when he lost his bike? They even lost at Stony Brook. Entering the NCAA tournament, Check this out. This is where St. Peter's ranked nationally in four major offensive categories. In two-point field goal efficiency, they rank 317th. In turnover rate, they rank 317th. In free throw percentage, they rank 273rd. And in adjusted offensive efficiency, they ranked 260th. And I believe this is this is out of what three hundred fifty-two Division One teams. They're coached by a gentleman, Shaheem Holloway. More interesting by the moment. Our guy Lou Riley sent me some information back in the nineteen ninety-six McDonald's All-American game. He played with some guy by the name of Kobe Bryant, and Shaheem Holloway was the MVP of that game. He's made he's he's paid three hundred grand a year. The entire budget for basketball that St. Peter's has is $1.9 million. To give that some perspective, in their opening round win against Kentucky, John Calipari makes $8.6 million a year. That's four times the entire budget of St. Peter's basketball in Jersey City, New Jersey. And the Kentucky budget, just for, for giggles, is about $29 million a year. Yet, St. Peter's, the ultimate Cinderella, they find themselves one win away on Sunday from the Final Four. In my humble opinion, the greatest Cinderella story in the history of the NBA, NCAA tournament. Now, how are they doing this? This isn't a fluke. They played Purdue head up. And then, even though Purdue could never extend their lead, St. Peter's coach, Shaheen Holloway, with four minutes to go, made an adjustment. He switched from man-to-man to a 2-3 zone. And all of a sudden, Purdue looked completely confused. They could no longer exploit their size advantage. They were out of the rhythm and out of sorts. And St. Peter's, who has a very good job of guarding with intensity anyway, they, they, and they go 10 deep. All of a sudden now, St. Peter's takes control of that game. And in the second half, they were 11 for 11 from the free throw line, and for the game, 17 of 18 from the free throw line for the game. Compare that to what Kentucky did, especially in overtime when they missed seven free throws. You know, there's an old saying, a star may win you one game, but a team might win them all. This is a team that plays incredible team basketball. Look at St. Peter's on offense. They run a read-and-react offense. They share the ball. They have lots of motion. They're very balanced. They spread the scoring burden. They're not beholden on one guy. And yet, when it comes time to create the shot, to get the space, to do what they need to do, they do it on both ends of the floor. So regardless of what happens tomorrow, and by the way, UNC is about an eight, eight and a half point favorite, depending on where you shop. St. Peter's is 22 and nine against the spread. They've covered their last 10 in a row. Currently, 63% of the tickets are on St. Peter's. And I think the key to this game tomorrow is when you look at how North Carolina runs their offense, I got to believe they're going to try to create mismatches with Brady Manick. That'll be the toughest matchup, I believe, for St. Peter's. Manick is, you know, the redheaded kid with the beard. He's a 6'9". He's a very skilled sharpshooter. He excels at scoring on off-ball motion plays. Most likely, he'll be guarded by Casey Indefa, who's about 6'7", and a former defensive player of the year. That's the matchup to watch. Armando Baycott, he's going to probably get his points, but Manick's going to be the guy that could create prompts for him because all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're moving the ball around, and he creates space, and he can shoot threes and drill them, and that's going to be a challenge. So we'll see what happens, happens on Sunday. One interesting side note I, I find uh, about this game on on Sunday, you look for these sort of angles. Uh, 
maybe this isn't an angle. Maybe that's not the correct characterization. What I find is an interesting factoid about, you know, and I've never really believed in transitive property when it comes to college sports. It just doesn't work that way. It's been my experience. If, if USC beats Cal in football and Cal beats Washington, that must means Washington beats USC. Not necessarily. So when you look at that in college basketball, we have a situation where St. Peter's and North Carolina actually had two common opponents this year. Those opponents, coincidentally, were Kentucky and Purdue, two opponents that St. Peter's had in the tournament. During the regular season, North Carolina got hammered by Kentucky. The game was played here in Vegas. It lost by about 20. North Carolina also lost to Purdue in a tournament game in Connecticut. So, ironically, North Carolina is 0-2 against Kentucky and Purdue that St. Peter's beat both Kentucky and Purdue. Hmm. Imagine that. After losing five of six non-conference Division I games, including to teams like St. Francis and Stony Brook. All that's... All that is ancient history now. All that matters is when it tips off on Sunday. By the way, 90% of the tickets on St. Peter's were on St. Peter's uh, in the game against Purdue. So they're, you know, and 63% of the tickets are on Purdue tomorrow. Oh, check that, on St. Peter's uh, Sunday. So you got to believe that, obviously, their backers, who've been well-rewarded, are going to be right, right on them again. Of course, uh, the other game, Kansas Laying six against Miami, 56% of the tickets are on Miami. Miami is very long, very athletic. They're very well coached by Jim Laranega. You may remember Jim Laranega was the coach of of uh, George Mason back in 2006 when he got him, them to the Final Four. They're long and athletic. I think they can cause problems for Remy Martin. Would not be surprised, frankly, if Kansas won that game outright. Not predicting it, or check that, if Miami won the game outright. Uh, grabbing the six points, I think, is a pretty good play. Uh, in terms of projecting Final Four lines, should Duke, uh, who, well, Duke's already prevailed, but uh, if St. Peter's gets it done and advances to the Final Four, it looks like Duke will be an 11-point favorite against St. Peter's. Uh, if Duke uh, faces North Carolina, wouldn't that be delicious? My goodness. They'd be a four-point favorite over North Carolina, so there's still a real chance for what I consider a blue blood final four, even though you can't, by definition, characterize Villanova as a blue as a traditional blue blood blood. They sure have played that way the last seven eight years under under uh, Jay Wright. One final thing, I really want to give a wink and a nod to uh, Houston and Kelvin Sampson. They were a very special team this year. When you consider that Kelvin Sampson and his team lost three starters off last year's Final Four team, then lost its most talented player, Traymond Mark, to an injury in early December, and their leading scorer, Marcus Sasser, two weeks later, they could have gone off a cliff. All things considered, Houston made an absolutely absurd run. It's even more absurd that the team got better as the season went on and got better by the day when the tournament went on. And after everything they've been through, you know, Houston... Well, they didn't win today, but what's interesting is if you, this is why, you know, there are, there are liars, damn liars and statisticians. And that's why the game's played by human beings. And that's why you can over, overreact to metrics. Because what if I, what if I would have told you this morning, 12 hours ago, that when Houston got on the floor today with Villanova, they would make more field goals than Villanova. What if I would have told you that Houston would have had a better field goal percentage from the floor today than Villanova? and would have had more blocked shots in Villanova, more assists in Villanova, more rebounds in Villanova, and Nova's top scorer, Colin Gillespie, would be held to six points, one of six from the, fo- from the floor. And what if I would have told you that Houston held Nova to 50 points? You probably would have thought Houston would have won. Nova won the game. Now, here's the bad news, Pee Wee. Houston was only one of 20 from area code three. And in this day and age, sometimes I'm starting to wonder if the three-point shot is fool's gold in college basketball. Something to be said (coughs) for cuts, getting to the rim, drawing contact, and getting to the line. But be that as it may, I'm fascinated by this St. Peter's team who's already beaten Kentucky, Murray State, and Purdue, the first 15 seed to get to the Elite Eight. There have been other 15 seeds got to the Sweet 16, Florida Gulf Coast, Oral Roberts, Cleveland State. When you take a 2,700 
enrollment school in Jersey City. My God. Coached by a guy who's now fast becoming a household name. And they've done it with defense, and they've done it with smart, uh, efficient, heady offense and making adjustments. You've got yourself the makings of what March Madness is all about. Coming up, we're going to bring in a gentleman. Follow him at Tate's Takes. Basketball Groot from Atlanta, Deshaun Tate. He's been on the show before. We'll get his thoughts on the final six and who he likes to prevail and get his opinions on the two games on Sunday, which I already can't wait for. I'm Bertie Friday. We're coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted. So don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! The great Bernie Fratto, folks. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Cavino and Rich here. And whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids... Spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, we're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio Studios at this time. Let's welcome on welcome in a gentleman. You've heard him on this show before. Deshaun Tate. Follow him at Tate's Take Hoops out of Atlanta. Deshaun, thanks for staying up late tonight, buddy. Oh yeah, no problem. I guess a whole new meaning to weekend at Bernie. I I might have actually shown my age on that one. But, no, thanks for having me on per usual. We do this every time around this uh, time of the year. What are we, about three years in a row now? That's right. I'm I'm so happy, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, and and props to you because you had Baylor winning it all last year. We had Yonner on the Sweet 16, and that prevailed. So before I get to the big game of the day that everybody's talking about, let's talk quickly about Miami-Kansas because – if Kansas falls, it'll be the first time since 2011 no number one. There will be no number one seeds in the Final Four. What's your quick analysis of this game? Yeah, first of all, just the way that I picked it, it was so close for me to pick between uh, actually the Friars uh, in Miami, and I ended up picking the Friars. Um, but listen, I mean. Miami is obviously a really good team. They got a coach that's been there before in Jim Laranega, 2006, George Mason, blah, blah, blah. Um, but they're just as confident as anybody, you know, with the exception of I'm not sure if anybody can be as confident as St. Peter's is right now. But uh, Miami is, is, is right there. I mean, if you don't know about the name Isaiah Wong, um, then, you know, you've you've probably been living under a rock. But to go along with that, you have – you know, the transfer portal, which I think that they've uh, done a, just as good of a job as anybody with, you know, Charlie Moore, who's come over from just yes. about every conference in oh the country. Oh, my goodness. And then McGusty over from Oklahoma. But Kansas is Kansas. You know, Kansas is going to come with the name recognition and everything else. They're going to need more than that if they want to get to another, yet another Final Four. This, this, this Kansas team doesn't give me the feel that the other Kansas, really great Kansas teams have uh, in, in the past. Uh, but nonetheless, it's, 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 it's survive in advance, and that's something that both teams are looking to do. I'm excited to see what happens with it, and uh, I think Miami has a better chance than most people give them credit for. It. million percent. Uh, I'm of the belief that Kansas will rely heavily on Remy Martin, but Miami has the length and the athleticism to slow him up. And Kansas is not immune to offensive turnovers, so if, if Miami can turn them over and can keep it interesting late, they can steal this game. Gun to your head, though, they're a six-point underdog. And by the way, Miami is 8-2 and two against the spread as an underdog this season. Do you think Miami can beat them tomorrow? Do I think? I know that Miami can cover the spread. Uh, can they win the game? Absolutely. Will they? I don't know. I mean, I'm picking them. Um, but you know that 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 that's not saying a lot, honestly. I think you're going to need big games from from two guys. That being Christian Braun, uh, who's one of their X factors. I consider, especially when he's shooting the ball well. And of course, David McCormick, who has really, really you know great games. Reminds me of Yudoka Azubuki when he was there. Maybe not as dominant, but needs more of a Az, uh, Azubuki type performance than when he was at Kansas a couple years ago more than he has since the time that he himself has been at Kansas, where he tends to disappear sometimes. Uh, So, you know, this is a situation where it just depends on the Kansas team that's going to show up with that grit, that that, that grind, because guess what? Miami's coming with that. They're going to come with the physical play. They may not have been on this stage before, but they played some really good teams this year. People are talking about this Duke team all of a sudden. Guess what? They're a team that beat that Duke team, probably Duke's That's first right. loss of the season, if not one of them for sure. Yep. I think that uh, they're going to give they're going to give Kansas everything that they can handle. I, I yes. like Miami in this one. I, I do, I do too. And final thought: uh, the Canes don't turn the ball over. They're sixth in offensive turnover rate, and Cam Mcgusty is the type of guy who could take a game over. And he'll get to the line. He'll draw off contact. He makes over eighty percent of his free throws. All right, let's go to the big game, St. Peter's, North Carolina. 
I look at this St. Peter's uh, team, uh, Deshaun, and offensively, they really impress me. They run a read and react offense. They share the ball, lots of motion. They're very balanced. They go 10 deep. They don't, uh, you know, they share the scoring burden. What's What do you believe is the key for St. Peter's to beat North Carolina? You're going to have to be able to score the basketball. Now, we know the great job that they do on the defensive end. Uh, that's what I believe has gotten them here. Listen, I, I'm a believer in this, Bernie. You know, I'm 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 a guy that comes from Michigan, and 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 thank God for the grandfather that put a lot of 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 this into my mental into believing. When you when you're playing with house money and you're an underdog and you have nothing to lose, that's a very very dangerous person. Whether that be team, whether that be human being, whatever the case, they have everything going for them. I don't listen. If, if people haven't learned their lesson about St. Peter's already, uh, they're certainly going to learn it tomorrow. The worst thing that North Carolina can do is to go in with the mentality of having Duke on their minds for Saturday yes. night and overlooking this St. Peter's team. You treat St. Peter's, everybody in a Carolina blue uniform needs to treat St. Peter's like they're wearing Duke royal blue and play that way because – that's when they bring the best out of themselves. I don't think they can afford for Brady Manick to be the solely best player uh, on their team uh, in terms of performance. They're going to need a lot of help out of out of Caleb Love. Uh, and R.J. Davis has been really big for them. I think the difference between Purdue and North Carolina is North Carolina's front court between Manick's ability to stretch defenses and Baycott's ability athletically is just better than than Edie and Williams, um, a tough game nonetheless. But listen, St. Peter's, you're, you're right there. I, I haven't seen anyone have a tougher road to get to the biggest stage in college basketball since. Guess what? We were just talking about it. Jim Laranega, they went through that, that that George Mason team went through Michigan State in the first round, Carolina in the second round. Wichita State in the 16, and then a very, very good uh, 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 UConn team as well. I'm not sure I've seen anything like it since. I think that they have a better chance than people think that they do of winning that game. Talking with Deshaun Tate of Tate's Takes Hoops out of Atlanta. I'm glad you brought up Brady Manning because against Purdue, uh, St. Peter's could focus on Edie and make life miserable. So you start with Baycott. But then you've got Brady Manick, which I think is their toughest matchup. Obviously, he's a sharpshooter. He gets space and, and can bang threes. I believe Casey and Defa will draw the assignment. But Brady Manick could be the X factor in the game. Who wins that battle? Does Brady Manick prevail, or does St. Peter's find a way to solve that? It's so hard to go against North Carolina right now in this game. I mean, it was hard to go against Kentucky. I get it. It was hard to go. It was hard to go against Purdue. Like I get it. I'm gonna go with Carolina just based off of. I really don't want to say it out loud. Sure. That pretty much, i.e., translation. St. Peter's wins the game whenever I go against St. Peter's, of course. Um, but I will say enough to say that um, I, I, I'm gonna go with Carolina on this one. Uh, they got to get back to find a way to rebound the basketball the way the old Carolina teams did. Get out and transition and run. Um, but just it's all in the mentality. If they come out with the mentality with Duke's on their mind, with Duke on their mind, I, I, it just I don't see it happening any other way. St. Peter's prevails, but I think it'll be Carolina in the end, and that'll set it up for being what everybody wants to see in the Final Four, the revenge game, and all the good stuff. I don't need to promote it. Uh, Duke and Carolina on Saturday night. Final question for you, Deshaun. Who do you see? In, let's fast forward all the way to the final game. Who do you see in the finals? Oh, it's not even a question. I, I think I've, I've had, listen, all the TV analysts and radio got everybody's jumping on the bandwagon at the last minute. I said on June 2nd, before any balls tipped up in the air, I took Duke to win the national championship. Sure, it may be a political pick. Duke and, and Kansas, I think Duke will be the team that will that will play Kansas. And guess what? I think Coach K won his first national championship, 91 against Kansas. How about his last national championship against Kansas underneath the roof of uh, of the Big Easy and even more so being the fourth, I'm sorry, the first coach to ever win a national championship in four consecutive different decades, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. 
Great stuff, Deshaun. And, of course, you had Bader last year, so let's see. You could very well be right. Deshaun Tate, thanks so much for joining us tonight. No, thanks for having me at Tate's Take Hoops, where basketball lives. Thanks, Bernie. There you go, buddy. All right, enjoy the games on uh, Sunday. And for those who like these kinds of oddball references like he just mentioned, Coach K's last loss at Army was against St. Peter's. Wouldn't it be something if St. Peter's beat North Carolina, advanced and beat Duke, and his last loss at Duke was St. Peter's? Okay, I digress. Coming up, people have asked me, can Villanova win it all? I, I told two radio shows yesterday, yes, and I'll explain why. But first, let's go to the man. Well, he's currently, in addition to his great duties at Fox Sports Radio, a team consultant to the New York Mets. It's Brian Finley with the latest. I think anybody could take that job, Bernie, <laughs> and be qualified. But yeah. Oh, gosh, shots fired. But let's start in the NCAA tournament. We had two Elite Eight games on Saturday. A.J. Griffin, 18 points to guide number two Duke past Eric Musselman's Arkansas Razorbacks, 78-69. to And so Duke will await the winner of North Carolina and St. Peter's. They are going to be battling on Sunday. Number two, Villanova. Also heading to the final four after they win a slobber knocker against number five Houston, 50 to 44. By the way, the Wildcats won this game despite shooting just 29% from the field. And one of their stars in Justin Moore suffered a lower right leg injury, left the game late in the second half. Jay Wright did not have a prognosis on Moore after the game, but said it's probably not good. And Nova will play either Kansas or the 10th seeded. Miami Hurricanes and those two teams will duel it out on Sunday as well. Women's NCAA tournament action in the Sweet 16. There were four games on Saturday. Michigan winners against South Dakota 52-49. to How about number two, UConn, as they storm past third seed Indiana 75-58. to The Huskies used a 16-0 second half run to pad on to their lead. Number one, Louisville takes it to number four, Tennessee 76-64. Kiana Smith Four steals coupled with her 12 points and another number one seed in NC State able to hang on against number five Notre Dame 66 to 63. State outscoring the Fighting Irish by 12 in the fourth quarter. And believe it or not, we do have some NBA action. Yeah, they are playing during these couple of weeks of NCAA tournament play on the men's and women's side. The Nuggets prevail past the Thunder 113 to 107. Nikola Jokic doing a little bit of everything 35 points, 12 rebounds, and eight assists. DeAnthony Melton drilling six threes. He had 24 points off the bench as he catapults the Grizzlies over the Bucks, 127 to 102. The Nets thunder past the Heat, 110 to 95. Kevin Durant thrilling with 23 points, and finally Alex Caruso flirting with the triple double, pretty close. 10 points, eight rebounds, and seven assists for the Bulls as they ravage the Cavs, 98 to 94. With that, let's get back to a man who averages 20 points per game. If he was playing a YMCA league right now, that's what I have him down for. It's Bernie Fratto from Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, Brian. All right, why can Villanova win it all? Well, I'll tell you why. And I, I said this yesterday, before they beat Houston today, I believe they would beat Houston today. Uh, and it begins with their efficient, very, very efficient, balanced offense. Now, Villanova entered this tournament with one of the most efficient and balanced offenses in the country. They're, they were eighth in offensive efficiency this year. And when their offense, when Villanova's offense is at its best, the ball movement, it's its a work of art. Players, they're willing to pass up good shots to get great shots. And what that does, that forces opposing defenses to stretch the floor, thus creating open lanes. And the Wildcats recognize that. They attack the basket. And if the shot at the rim isn't there, Villanova will either get it back out to uh, they'll kick it out to a wide open player on the perimeter, or they'll draw contact and get to the free throw line, and they can also shoot threes. Villanova has four players who average at least ten points per game, as well as two other players who average nine. Not to mention they are an elite free throw shooting team that makes it very difficult to beat in close games. If you don't think that matters, hey, I'm looking at you, John Calipari. You've got a You've got a body of work. Go back to the 2008 championship game and then what happened when you opened the door for St. Peter's uh, in, in the opening round. Villanova, as you also saw today, it, it almost mirrored Houston in the sense that 
a, a very strong defense, a well above average defense. And and defense has always been the hallmark of a great Villanova team. And this year's squad, they have the kind of defense that can win it all. Villanova's 28th in defensive efficiency this year, according to Ken Palm. And those numbers are maybe not elite when it comes to being a typical national championship, but it's definitely not a, a deal breaker. Remember last year, Baylor won the title and they finished the season number 22 in defensive in the uh, in defensive efficiency. Uh, and yes, that was the first champion in over 20 years to finish outside the top 20 in defensive efficiency. But remember, Villanova also has an extremely efficient balanced offense with, with the balanced scoring that I just shared with you. But irrespective of the numbers, as you saw today, Villanova's defense can put opposing offenses in a complete chokehold. Uh, teams against Villanova this year averaged only 63 points a game, which is one of the lowest in the nation. Houston could only muster 44. That 50-44 to 44 game, my God, they combined for 94 points. Hell, Jerry Tarkanian coached the UNLV Runner Rebels here back in 1977. There was no shot clock. There was no three-point uh, shot, and they averaged over 100 points a game. But I digress. If you compare this team to Villanova's 2016 and 2018 national championship teams, especially the former, they were both won with great defense. So we know that to win it in 2022, they're going to have to have a strong defensive performance, but they're capable, and they've already done it, and they're already in the Final Four. Now, numbers don't lie. There are some other advanced metrics that show that Villanova has what it takes to win the national championship this year. First and foremost, Villanova rates 11th in overall efficiency this season, according to Ken Palm. And every national champion in the last 20 years has finished the season in the top 15 in overall efficiency. Remember, Villanova's 11th. The Wildcats, they also rank 7th in this year's net rankings, highlighted by their 17 quad 1 and quad 2 wins, and their 4-1 on a neutral floor, now 5-1 after beating Houston today. Villanova, by the way, they played one of the most difficult schedules in the country this year. Its conference schedule consisted of 12 games against tournament-bound teams, and their non-conference schedule, check this out, this was Villanova's non-conference schedule. They played Baylor, Purdue, Tennessee, and UCLA. You don't think they're battle-tested? Every one of these analytics point to Villanova winning this thing, capable of winning this thing. Let me not leave out leadership and experience. This year's Villanova team, like their previous teams, brings a wealth of leadership and experience into the tournament. It all starts with Colin Gillespie, and I know he got hurt today. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he's got about a week to heal. He's a fifth-year senior who returned this season after missing last year's NCAA tournament due to a torn MCL. But he's been even better coming off the injury. And, you know, he's a, he's a tough Philadelphia kid, Big East Player of the Year, uh, all, all that, all the good stuff, right? And he's got another fellow fifth-year senior in Jermaine Samuels. And they're the two remaining pieces, by the way, from Villanova's 2018 National Championship team. Meanwhile, most of the Wildcats and the rest of their key contributors, they were part of the Villanova team last year that advanced to the Sweet 16. So you've got experience, you've got leadership. This team has played in plenty of high-level games this year, whether it's in the Big East, the postseason tournament, preseason tournaments. There is just simply not a situation that Villanova is going to be intimidated by, and you saw that today. Finally, last and certainly not least, coaching. When it comes to leadership in March, experience in March, there isn't a better example than the man, Jay Wright. In 21 seasons as the Wildcats head coach, he's led the uh, Villanova Wildcats to 16 NCAA tournament appearances. He's a Hall of Famer. His tournament resume well, this isn't too bad. Seven Sweet 16s, check that, eight Sweet 16s, four Elite Eights, three Final Fours, and two National Championships. Now four Final Fours. The only coach in this year's tournament with more rings than Jay Wright is Coach Krzyzewski, who will retire at the end of the season. Now, Wright's been through his share of battles. He knows as well as anyone how important it is to block out distractions and get his team ready, whether you've got... 24 hours to get ready or a week to get ready. And you just just know this, that next weekend, for the right to play for the championship, 
Villanova will be ready. Efficient, balanced offense, a strong defense, the metric numbers that don't lie, on-floor leadership and experience with 250-year seniors, and Coach Jay Wright. Do you ask me, can Villanova win it all? Yes, they can. Now they got to go out and do it. Coming up, why did Gonzaga lose? Everybody's all over them, like a cheap suit. I'll explain what happened. I'm Bernie Frado coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! One of the best in the business, Bernie Frado. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you. Graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Covino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today now we're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Frado coming to you live from Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio Studios. Before I go any further, I want to thank my broadcast team back in Los Angeles, turning all the dials, keeping us glued together. Bull Benson, Chris Perfett, Brian Finley on the updates. They will be with me, as you will, all the way through until 3 a.m. Pacific, 6 a.m. Eastern. Okay. The other question, the other talking point that has come up, as if uh, it, 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 they're owed an explanation. Why did Gonzaga lose again? And people talk about them now being under underrated. I, I heard every goofy thing in the in, across the airwaves <coughs> this week, including, you know, it's time for Mark Few to go, okay, now, come on. Get yourself a cold compress, lie down with some warm milk and soft music, 
You're, you're being silly, okay? But why did Gonzaga lose? Well, first of all, let's give Arkansas a hell of a lot of credit. The Razorbacks won it with defense. They held Gonzaga to 68 points and in a 77-possession contest. That's defense. In the box score, if you just looked at the box score, looked like a standard, you know, Drew Timmy, 25-point performance. But the reality is Arkansas collapsed on Timmy with multiple defenders the entire night, and they made him take 19 shots just to get those points. So that kind of gives a little bit of perspective on how tough of a night it was for Drew Timmy, even though, yes, he had 25 points. Then when Timmy passed out of the double teams, and sometimes he was even triple teamed, Gonzaga just couldn't hit their threes. Sometimes that happens. Everything in basketball looks better when the ball's going through the hoop. And when it's not, everything else looks worse. The Bulldogs were just five of 21 from behind the arc. Now, the Zags, they have really kind of made their bones in the tournament. And in the, even in the regular season, <coughs> they were deserving of a number one with accurate shooting. But then all of a sudden, two of their worst performances from the floor in the past three years occurred within the past six games, other than being the loss at St. Mary's. The truth of the matter is, you've got to give Eric Musselman's team a hell of a lot of credit because they shut down Gonzaga. Now, listen, Arkansas plays in a much tougher league. No one's going to deny that, even though... Gonzaga's conference had had three entrants, right? You had San Francisco, you had St. Mary's, a good club. They won a tournament game. San Francisco gave Murray State a hell of a hell of a tussle. But when you play in the SEC, night in and night out, you're challenged differently, and there's just simply a volume of athletes that these SEC rosters have that, you know, if Gonzaga had to play in the SEC and they saw these teams night in and night out, would they have the same gaudy record? Maybe not. So give... Give Musselman's team credit because the Hogs, the Arkansas Razorbacks, had the best defense in SEC play. And, you know, they, they, the, the Arkansas was a little bit overmatched against Duke today, but that's a whole different story for a different day. Here's the other thing. Additionally, in the past 14 NCAA tournaments before the other night losing to Arkansas, Gonzaga had averaged 83 points a game. The only other time they scored as few as 68, they still won. So, you, again, you've got to credit the Arkansas defensive game plan and even more so the way they executed it because the Zags never once got comfortable on the offensive end. And I know that the Razorbacks tried to repeat that against Duke, but Duke's got a bunch of pros. And you can argue that, Arkansas, that you know, they're talking about Chet Holmgren being drafted in the top four. But regardless, Arkansas is – they're like a, a Final Four team on paper. And, and the truth of the matter is – you got to give Eric Musselman a hell of a lot of credit. They put together a game plan and a coaching plan that really stifled. The bottom line is, heading into that game, and and I believe uh, Gonzaga was a, a six-point favorite, <coughs> Arkansas went into that game thinking it would need to keep Gonzaga from getting easy baskets in transition in order to win the game. And while Gonzaga, they were still able to get some fast-break points on occasion, the Arkansas transition defense was great. They're fast. They get from here to there like that. They close out on space. No free catches in space. They make everything difficult. They're always in your face. And getting back on defense, even after made baskets, is something that Arkansas did very well. Again, their, trans- their transition defense did its job. As such, not just... Timmy and, and Chet Holmgren, but Andrew Nemhard. I mean, he's a big key cog in their offense. He was rarely able to get ahead of steam and get baskets against an unsettled defense because Arkansas's defense was never unsettled. And the fact that he wasn't be able to get baskets in that fashion must have got into his head. He was 2 for 11 on the night in Gonzaga, had to try to create offense against a set half-court defense, and that's been the recipe for slowing down the Zags all season. So Arkansas got back on defense, got into their defensive sets, and when you if you're going to slow down the Zags, that's what you do. You get them into a half-court set. And the truth of the matter is they don't really have the perimeter playmakers and shot makers, I'm talking about Gonzaga, that they did last season with Corey Kispert and, and Jalen Suggs. 
they were more built around Chet Holmgren, who had a foul trouble situation and had a couple of questionable fouls. But you, at the end of the day, <clears throat> you've got to give Arkansas a lot of credit. All right, that's going to do it for Straight Out of Vegas. Coming up, we're going to take you to 3 a.m. Fox Sports Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. we got a ton to get to, so keep it locked right here. This is Bernie Fratto, and you're listening to Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Straight Out of Vegas! Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 